Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's happening around the trap? Sam Edmund. Sam, hello. There's a few mouthfuls there, isn't there? Yeah, but good to be here, Jared. Good to be yes, here. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure I've had the McNugget buddies. Um, what did you uh, did you listen to a meat Baines? I did. I did. And I always do because I, I find him a fascinating listen. A very smart man, a meat Baines. And, uh, and just as well because it's a hamburger with a lot down there at the moment, which I don't think he shied away from. You know, with Melbourne, I think. And you might have made this point going back in the last year. I think they're the two most fascinating clubs in the game this year for differing reasons. But over at the kennel, the backdrop being the review and the restructure, which you discussed this morning. And on the horizon, the three big players out of contract in English, Jamara and Bailey Smith. So, so much to discuss with him. So much hinging on what the season, what sort of season they can produce. And we all make our assessments out of conversations like this. We can take them in directions that uh, may not have been the intention. We can make things out of something that weren't there, I suppose. But... With the three contracted players, I found it interesting that he volunteered the information that Jamara and Tim English both want to stay. And that, that is big news. And then it would just come down to the particulars on what those contracts look like. He said they want Bailey Smith to stay, but I don't think he ever said Bailey Smith had indicated to the dogs he wanted to stay. Now, he might have well have done, of course, but it might have just been a simple uh, oversight. But I'm not sure a meet generally makes them. So I, I, I was interested in that from a player movement point of view. And obviously the relationship between Chris Grant and Luke Beveridge has been the source of a lot of conjecture. Yeah. So that, I thought he gave voice to there There had clearly been tensions that needed to be addressed. No. And I think going back into last year, and it was reported at the time that that relationship was far from prosperous, but you're right. They took steps to address that. Peter Jackson came in. Now there's a, what did you term it? A buffer between the two, I suppose. And even if that relationship wasn't great, I think the players' involvement in the review was going inevitably to lead to a change in role for Chris Grant anyway, that now he will be playing more to his strengths. And good on the Western Bulldogs for identifying that and taking steps to address it. It's almost a pre-COVID, I think it may have touched on this this morning as well, a pre-COVID sort of setup. It was something that other employees at the club had identified needed to happen. And now they get a hungry, younger Coalface operator in Matty Egan, who's prepared to look after the heavy lifting of the day-to-day. So uh, all's well that ends well, hopefully, on that front. The contract space is yours. So what level of comfort or confidence do you think there is for Bulldogs fans in that declaration that both Tim English and Damara Hagen have, have um, offered the assurance that they want to stay? I think that's significant. It's clearly not everything, but it's a big part of it. You can't go to B before you have A. You, can, you can't work out the particulars if a player doesn't want to work out the particulars. So first and foremost, I think if you've got Tim English wanting to stay and Jamari Hagen wanting to stay, then that is enormously significant. And history says they find a way. And it might drag out for several months and it might get uncomfortable and other clubs might come in again 
and then there's other challenges at play. But I think for those two who would have no shortage of interest already, have already said, indicated that they want to stay, I think is significant. Um, and I'm not sure in the, we, we need to put an order to things with those three players because they're all important. But I, I think you definitely want to keep Tim English and you most definitely want to keep Jamari Hagen and who knows what he could become in, in the future. So, And a lot of these things will be tied with Jamara to, to free agency and the like as well, I'm sure. But um, you can't do B before you get A. So you've got the commitment. I think that's, I think that's pretty big. What else is happening around the traps? It's not good times at Hawthorne, is it? Hey. Uh, the casualty list here growing savagely. So Denver Granger Barras, I suppose his difficult start to his AFL career has taken another unfortunate turn. So the, the declaration this morning from Hawthorne that after 28 games in his first three seasons, number six pick has undergone surgery for a turf toe issue, some ligament issues around his toe. Going to miss the next 12 to 14 weeks. So this after James Blank went down with a season-ending ACL in the recent intra-club. And I'm sure this has all played a role on the club's decision to take Ethan Phillips, the VFL defender, uh, before the SSP deadline yesterday. So Will Day missing round one. No timeline yet on his foot stress fracture. Chang with Jath, of course, the serious hamstring injury as well. Dylan Moore's got glandular fever. And there are others. So they're building up, unfortunately, for Sam Mitchell, who, as we know, has had his own health concerns of late as well. So they've been in the yeah. wars down there at the Hawks. And all the planning that goes into it and the progression of the development. And then you get hit by this with the start, which... yep. Uh, at the start. So, yeah, that is that is desperately unfortunate. And this is the time of the year where, I know, supporters, Jared, you hold your breath, eh? It's great seeing that they've got to rev the engine, yeah, yeah. but you don't want the engine to stall or, uh, you know, you find out you're missing a vital component. And um, and unfortunately, that will happen throughout the course of the, the competition. I'm not sure we need to revisit Taron Thomas. I, I touched base again this morning with, with North Melbourne and the powers that be there. Like everyone else at the moment, they're simply waiting, uh, bracing for, for what I think it's fair to say will be a long and lengthy suspension uh, but at the moment Jared uh, beyond that uh, everyone is waiting for that to be to be formalized um, but certainly going to be big news I think when it drops um, and just in on the subject of players and uh, and matters off the field Marlon Pickett this is going to be a big story over the next couple of weeks due back in court the Perth magistrates court that being on the 1st of March to face after um, a couple of adjournments here 12 charges of course dating back to late 22 and early 23 um, tied up in a plot, of course, to steal several hundred thousand dollars uh, in commercial burglaries. So that is a serious thing we're going to hear about in the coming in the coming weeks. And then there's uh, the Joel Smith situation, whose future is completely and utterly unknown at the moment. Sports Integrity Australia keeping that in-house as they do. Melbourne continue to support him. He's not welcome at the club, of course. He's not allowed on the, on the premises there, but uh, they're allowed to converse with him, to meet with him and provide uh, welfare support as well. So that one is one that uh, well, hopefully we hear about sooner rather than later as well. Although with with that organisation yeah. sooner rather than later is no. a forlorn hope. Absolutely it is. Uh, not so much when it comes to the turf at the MCG. Now, I know this is one of our favourite topics, Jared, but as of tomorrow, this will be the biggest I've ever undertaken on the eve of the season out, yep. of, a, uh, out of a concert. The Taylor Swift cyclone has come and it's gone. And uh, it's given them more time than Ed Sheeran. I know they cut it very fine with Ed Sheeran, but we are talking two-thirds of the MCG service here, 12,000 square metres of grass. It's going to take them nearly a fortnight, but they've got a bit of extra time for it to bed in, as I say. So it was around 40% of the turf replaced for Ed, 
And as I say, two thirds for Taylor. Aesthetically, um, it won't look perfect, um, but it is said to gonna. It's said to be safe. It's going to play completely fine. Stuart Fox last week said they've been out on site at the turf farm. They've they've seen the grass itself. So you know, you just know this is going to be discussed. <laughs> come uh, come, not uh, round one. Well, round one technically, not opening round, but uh, they have got a bit of extra time at least. So. It should work well. And when fans do enter the MCG, Jared, and those of us who got along with the cricket would have noticed this, there's a far smoother ticketless system that's been installed now. So you can still present, I'm told, a, a hard ticket, but very much tailored now around the ticketless system. And there's a new state-of-the-art security system called oh, Evolve. So this was excellent. Yeah. So this is no longer stopping, unpack your bags, open your bag, go through, uh, no wand or anything, I don't think. So you are literally just seamlessly walking straight into the building. So you walk through the what ultimately is a scanner. Yep. And then I still had my car keys in my pocket. So then you get directed over. So the others... Um, Claire had a bag and Liz had whatever. So those four were fine. And then I just got directed to the desk to take the keys out of the pocket. And then the the second level of check is only. So I should have taken my wallet and my keys out of my pocket as I passed through the scanner. Should have put them on the airport through. conveyor belt. So you don't have to do that. You just have to, they, they just can't be in your pocket yep. as you go through. Well, that That's was amazing, my experience. Isn't it? So um, it does, it, the flow into the ground was significantly better. Remember, um, oh. I remember the... Um, uh, that the T20 game, the Big Bash game, the local derby, which drew eighty plus thousand, and the queues were all—they were almost all the way back up to the Hilton because everyone—it was totally unexpected that the crowd was going to be that big, and the different layers of security that that has been resolved so rapidly with the with the yep. advance in technology. It was quite brilliant getting in, and then just off your phone, you scan your yeah which is the easiest thing in the and world. And people do battle to get there. Friday night football a bit earlier this year, no matter how many times people are told to arrive early, they don't. And there's always a backlog. So it'll be interesting to see how Evolve assists with that. And never cease it to amaze, just before I leave you, Jared, uh, how certain stories travel the world. But this one definitely did. It went from the BBC to the New York Post and back again. Shane Rose, the equestrian rider who's breathing a big sigh of relief that the orange mankini's not going to cost him a spot on the plane for Paris 2024. is a three-time Olympian. Who would have thought... Getting on a Borat uh, mankini um, at a fancy dress uh, show jumping event would potentially cost him under their code of conduct, but it hasn't. And uh, Equestrian Australia has said, he's apologised, that's fine, he's free to resume. So, And here they were wondering on the day why the long face on the horse, Jared. So there you go. <laughs> I, I probably have thoughts here, but... So what? What did I just can't quite <laughs> grasp what he did wrong or why he's apologising? Given well, it was a fancy dress setup mm. for the equestrian event, so and I he think, put on fancy dress. Now, yep. totally questionable taste, <laughs> indeed. But I, I've noticed it's been called a stunt. I'm not sure that it's a stunt if you wear fancy dress to a fancy dress occasion. Well, it was too daring for some, clearly. Some people were affronted and offended and uh, anonymously registered their complaint. Um, That's amazing how this got out of hand, uh, but it did. And he was stood down from all competition for a small, very small period of time, a couple of days. I apologize for wearing fancy dress to a prescribed fancy dress. Too fancy. Too fancy. Stick to the panda suit or the gorilla suit or whatever else you got in your kit bag, Jared. Uh, the orange mankini. Spare a thought for the horse, though. I mean, she was. Uh, and it's all all sorts of issues around taste and choice, <laughs> but I'm not sure that I, I feel like that's been totally no, they, mishandled. They buggered it up. Yeah, they buggered it up for sure, Equestrian Australia. But hey, he's uh, on his way, hopefully, anyway, Shane Rose, after a bit of a kerfuffle to his fourth Olympic Games come later on in the year. Oh, well, that's a glad there bag you go. of topics. Well yeah. done, Sam. <laughs> Licorice all sorts this morning for you, Jared. Good stuff. Sam Edmonds with our McCafe coffee catch-up.
Uh, Melbourne's weather, partly cloudy at top of 29 this summer. Be prepared for extreme weather and sign up for the SMS outage alerts at unitedenergy.com.au slash notify. Will Pukowski's about to join me.